You know, I think one of the big things that we can be grateful for is how much our community, and that extends beyond our local community, but the global community is really aware of protecting each other. And I just, I have loved seeing, um, while I know there's been a lot of people who are upset, at least in the States, of having to do this masks and stuff, but that people are willing to do this. People are willing to do what they can to keep other people safe. And I think that's a really um, beautiful thing to be grateful for. We don't have to do all the things that we used to before we've gotten this opportunity to take a step back and gain a different perspective. Welcome to the Gratitude Podcast on www.georgeandbenta.com, where you'll hear a new story each week that will inspire more gratitude in your own life. Our mission is to inspire 100,000 people to discover how to feel gratitude and live a happy life through the amazing life stories of our successful guests and their actionable tips. And now, the host of our podcast, George and Benta. Hi, Gratitude Seeker. Welcome to a new episode of the Gratitude Podcast. Today with us, we have a brave person. And I'm really happy that uh, we can talk about bravery and courage in these times, especially since we all as a society, as a humanity are going through through so much. And um, she's also the author of You're Brave Enough, Eight Daily Practices to Be Your Own Hero. She's guiding women who want to walk through their darkness and shame and step into their power by reclaiming all the disowned pieces of themselves. She believes that everyone has the capacity for change. And I believe that we need people like her that are optimistic and can um, can help us become more hopeful uh, through all of all of these um, challenging times. Her name is Amanda J.P. Brown, and I'm really happy to have her here with us. Amanda, welcome to the Gratitude Podcast. Well, thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to be here with you and your community. Thank you for being here. And let us know a little bit more about you, about the work that you're doing Awesome. Yes, I have been working with women in, um, for several years now um, and doing different capacities. Um, now it's turned more remotely, but um, by gathering women together and really talking about our stories, really working to release the shame that we have and guilt that we have based on our own experiences through life or these beliefs that we've somehow absorbed about who we are that necessarily aren't true. Um, I have been doing this work for a long time. And before that, I was a therapist for a mental health therapist for children and families. And I did many years um, around that, working with people who've experienced trauma. And that actually has played a big part in the work that I do as well, because a lot of us have experienced trauma and in these difficult times can be very traumatic with what we're witnessing in the world and experiencing in our own communities and homes potentially. So um, I'm really excited to continue to do this work and to support 
um, the community that I have and help extend this work to other communities as well. Yeah, I was thinking about the same thing, the fact that these times actually can actually get us to, uh, I don't know, be traumatized one way or another because of the whole uncertainty. And I was, mm -hmm. we were just talking um, before the interview about restaurants uh, getting closed. I, I can only imagine how, how it must feel for the owners of, of the restaurants that at least here in, in Romania, they had some, uh, some months in which they were able to open. And afterwards, um, like, there was a lot of uncertainty and now they're closed again and mm -hmm. I actually had an experience that that was very moving for me regarding this uh, just the weekend before they they closed the, the restaurants we went um we went out to eat and and the waiters were were so grateful for mm -hmm. the fact that they would that we were there and Uh, they treated us beautifully and they were so grateful for the tip. It was mm -hmm. such an interesting thing that um, they chose to, to do it like that. And mm -hmm. we felt that it, it was really beautiful. Mm, that sounds beautiful. Yeah, we've had um, similar things here in the States. Um, I live in Arizona and we've been closed um, were closed for a really long time and then they opened up some stuff and then they had to close it again as well. And um, it's really hard here, especially for the, um, at the restaurants for the servers because they make very little money outside of their tips. So yeah. um, we've went um, to some restaurants as well and tried to be very, gracious because they are you know showing up and doing their work and this is what they've done and chosen to do for whatever reason um and it's just really unfortunate to see i mean i've seen so many businesses have to close um like the gym that i go went to and oh i'm just very many small businesses here have been greatly affected by um the pandemic and the closures and the restrictions that have happened wow hmm. it's it's really hard to to see these these things happening but i think we can find ways to to help out and also mm -hmm. to to be hopeful uh, yeah. for the future and um, i believe gratitude can can help us with that how can we be brave in in this period in time wow that's such a huge question and i love that question because i think a lot of it is you know we want to be really aware of what's happening we want to know what's going on and get the the right news right we want to understand what's going on because we want to be able to make choices that help keep us safe and keep the people that we love safe, but we don't want to be scared where we don't engage in our lives. And that's kind of a delicate balance because too much information can make us fearful of going out and the risk that we potentially 
um, can be putting ourselves in, our family in. So, so finding that balance between knowledge and understanding and what we can do to be safe and still what can we do to still show up in our lives, to still spend time with the people that we love, to still do the things that we enjoy. And some of it may have shifted for us over these last several months. But I think the more that we can continue to show up in our lives and to explore um, the the information that we're getting, the how we feel about things, to do some of our own deeper work, this is an amazing time to look at where we can do our own deeper work if we're feeling called to, to kind of really help us shift. So we feel more gratitude in our lives. Um, that it's a huge opportunity sometimes when we experience so much chaos and uncertainty. Yeah. You actually anticipated my question. I was, <laughs> I was thinking about the same thing. The fact that um, many of us were much more active before the pandemic and um since many actually found uh, a way of running away from some things that were going going on inside mm-hmm. by moving around by not not being mm-hmm. uh, by not stand uh, staying with themselves and mm-hmm. uh being present with with themselves and uh indeed one of the opportunities that that this pandemic has um has given us is the the opportunity to go inside more yeah uh, physically and also uh um emotionally and mentally to to explore ourselves from from the inside as mm-hmm. well yeah Absolutely. And that can be a really um, unnerving thing for many people, because like you said, they've been so busy um, consuming so much stuff around them without even an awareness of why they're doing it. Um, Whether it's, you know, just going out and having fun with friends all the time and not wanting to be alone by themselves. And while there is nothing wrong with some of the choices that we make, like being aware of why we make them, um, is it because we're uncomfortable with something or we don't like being alone or there's this belief we have that is unsettling to be with when we're by ourselves. And so having that opportunity to really kind of go within, and this is like you mentioned earlier, like I guide women through the process of being able to go within and explore the aspects of ourselves. A lot of people call it the shadow aspects that make us uncomfortable because when we can't distract ourselves with, you know, activities or, I mean, people can still do TV, but at some point I think people get bored with TV. Um, So there's only so many shows you can watch before you feel a little numbed out. Um, So you want to get outside and, but you don't, you can't gather with people the way we used to. Um, So really it gives you a lot of time for contemplation, a lot of time for discovery and it's it's just a beautiful if we switch and we look at what can we be grateful for in this experience it switches all of the answers we get to the questions by the way 
what can we be grateful for about this experience what what oh. do you believe uh in your own experience and for us as a as a society mm -hmm. oh that's such a another beautiful juicy question the very deep um you know i think one of the big things that we can be grateful for is how much our community and that extends beyond our local community but the global community is really aware of protecting each other and i just i have loved seeing um while i know there's been a lot of people who are upset at least in the states of having to do this masks and stuff but that people are willing to do this people are willing to do what they can to keep other people safe. And I think that's a really um, beautiful thing to be grateful for. We don't have to do all the things that we used to before we've gotten this opportunity to take a step back and gain a different perspective to evaluate where life is and where we want it to keep going. And, and if we hadn't had something so big um, in the midst of the world you know, in the midst of our lives, we might not be looking at changing course as quickly as we can. And for the states, um, you know, this happened in an election year for us. So it's really kind of like shown us some things that we might not have seen had it not happened. And that's actually a really powerful thing is even if we don't like what we're seeing, being able to recognize that without this experience without the pandemic, we might not be seeing some of the things. So we might not have as much knowledge or information to make different choices in our lives. And I think that's a huge thing to be grateful for. Um, and, and also to understand like the things that we really missed, like learning what we can live without, but also what we can't live without, what we need, like knowing just how hard it is not to be able to hug like your mom oh, yeah. or to, for, I have family that has like their mom has Alzheimer's and, um, one of my aunts. And so, you know, they couldn't go and see her through the glass and, or see her in person. They had to like see her through glass and they couldn't hug her. And so I think that this time has taught us what we miss and what we really value as people and it's mm -hmm. helped us reassess the values that we have as well that's so true that's so true and yeah for me too it's it's one of the things that i miss most and yeah it's 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 really weird when when i can get close to people as as we did in the past mm -hmm. and but the beautiful thing is though that we find ways to to feel close together and um this is this is another beautiful thing that i believe um that we can see about the human race the fact that we were able to adapt and to to find ways to connect even though we were for instance in in uh, in the lockdown yep. people were able to to find ways to connect and to feel close Yes. even though they they weren't able to to be um with each other mm -hmm. yeah i i even have friends who found love in this time and i just that's so inspiring when amidst all of the chaos and destruction and uncertainty and um 
like fear that people are still finding love and connecting deep love because um, they've had this, they've had this opportunity to engage differently um, or to meet differently. And so, yeah, we found we are a resilient, you know, um, people and the human race is just the, the capacity for resiliency is amazing. Yeah, definitely. And that, that, that example is so beautiful that in, in spite of all of the things that are happening, that we see all, all the time and uh, we find out on, on the news, we don't always see what's, what's happening uh, beyond that. The fact that, like you said, people are finding love, that people are connecting and that people are getting together in a different way to help each other because I think this is like, like other problems that we have in life they are not they are not easy but it gets us to be to understand each other better and to be uh to be closer together somehow like when you know that another person has been going through the same thing that you are be, you're going through you you relate in an in a different way and you you try to find solutions together and to to help each other and i think that's that's another thing that that's positive about uh, yeah. all of this experience yeah i agree completely agree i've seen a lot of people go out of their way to help their neighbors and sometimes in in the community that, that i listen to be or live in um, because we've had so much um, in arizona we have had so much growth and when you have a lot of growth in a community, people aren't always connected. They don't always know their neighbors. They don't always talk to each other. Sometimes people move to places so they don't have to connect with people. <laughs> and so to see that they have come together, that they've been concerned about each other, that they're helping each other is just really powerful to watch and witness. Becoming a magician takes thousands of hours, right, Ashley? Oh, I'm not a magician. I'm a design specialist at the Container Store. But you transform closets and pantries. Well, I turn your most frustrating spaces into ones you love. With a magic wand? Uh, with Alpha, our customizable, adjustable, and affordable shelving and drawer system. The amazing Ashley, making daily frustration disappear. <laughs> Just doing my job. Transform your space with Alpha and save 20% on purchases over $500. Get started with your free design at the Container Store today. Yeah, I I love that too, and I think it's it's a, a great way in which we can relate, and it's and I think that there are other things that we can see right now. Like um, it's going to take a while until this um, until things will get better um, on a global scale, but I think at at the end of it. In, in the new way of, of being in the world, uh, there will be things that we will look back to and we will understand why, why, why they happened. And uh, I'm sure that you have some, some stories from your own life um, because I know that you, you, have some, you have had some challenges uh, 
in your teen years and maybe you want to to share that a little bit with our listeners yeah absolutely um yeah i think you brought up a huge a huge thing is that perspective is everything um when we're in the middle of our um stuff and the trauma and the chaos it's hard to see what to be grateful for. It's hard to find the lessons. It's hard to um, find gratitude because we're so emotionally connected and charged by what's happening. And a lot of times we need to feel our way through that. And, And that's a lot of what I talk about with my work is that we need to feel what's happened we need to allow ourselves to feel and and when I was a teenager I had this experience where my dad um had um left our family and it was very traumatic for me and I think more traumatic now that I look back than I realized at the time because I was so angry and I was so bitter and um confused and it really caused me to want to disconnect. It sent me down the path of using drugs and, and making some really questionable life choices that, that really, when I, when I got through to the other side of that, I felt a lot of deep shame around the choices that I had made, the things that I had done, the experiences that happened during that time in my life. And, and I carried the shame for a long time, which put me in some really not so great relationships because when we hold on this to this view of ourselves that we're a bad person that we don't deserve good things which aren't always conscious ideas Mm -hmm. conscious beliefs but when we those are in our unconscious because of something they really kind of Um, dictate the decisions that we make, the choices that we allow ourselves to make, the experiences that we choose to have. And so it sets our course the way we, we go until we decide we want something different. And one day that's what I decided. I didn't want to keep living where I kept giving away pieces of myself to make other people comfortable or to make myself feel accepted by others. And so it didn't happen like overnight. It was like 20 years after, almost 20 years after I had been away from that period in my life that I actually started doing some of my own work and being able to look back at, okay, what lessons can I learn? How can I be grateful for that girl who did all the things that she did? And how can I love her? Because what the strength of who she was helped me get to this place, even if I'm not always, wasn't always loving her. I hope that makes sense. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And I'm sure that at least I, and I'm sure that many of our listeners can, can totally relate in one way or another. Like we all have some things that we, that are hard for us to accept or that we, we are shameful about or, um, that we just um, are uncomfortable with, and um, yeah, it's it makes perfect sense, and I'm I'm grateful that that you shared that with us because um, maybe some of our listeners are going through a difficult time in their life 
particularly the, uh, beyond the, what's happening uh, in general. Yeah. Like I know that there are beautiful things happening in the world that I'm grateful for and that I appreciate, but I'm also aware that there are problems um, yeah. that families face in, in mm-hmm. this period. And mm-hmm. I think it's important to 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 be aware of that and to to know that um there might be people that are really suffering right now yeah yeah that's um the duality of of the experience is so important like while we want to stay hopeful and positive and get to the other side that can sometimes be if we're not aware of that there's real suffering happening and we're not finding that compassion and empathy for others or even ourselves, we're glossing over the experience and we're, we're kind of, um, I can't think of the word right now, but we're not fully allowing like what's happening to happen. We're, we're kind of glossing over it. And and it's so important while in the midst of being hopeful to also just be honest about what's real, what's what's happening right now and how you feel about it. And, and know that even if you're not experiencing the same thing someone else is, maybe your story and experience feels worse or better, that those are judgments that we sometimes put and that we can still come together and have compassion for other people who are struggling and find where can we help them where they're at and um, without being like, Oh, just hold on to hope because I think that can be toxic sometimes if we don't like really hold the space for the other person of what their experience is like of this. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And as we know, things might take some time and uh, we have to be patient and to, to realize that these things take time and um, it's important that we, we realize that. Mm-hmm. And it is the same, it's the same way with, with ourselves, like mm-hmm. with, with our um, shadows and mm-hmm. with the shame that, that we feel and um the the challenges that we go through and um yeah s- since we're we're at this at this part of of the interview um do you have some ideas on how we can um like i know that uh, you talk about some daily practices that can help us be brave enough um do you have some tips that you can share with our audience about this? Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, one is just really kind of getting honest with yourself about where you're at in your life and what's happening right now. Just being, just being willing to be honest um, and, and real about it. Like just say what's happening instead of trying to rebuff it or dismiss it, but just acknowledge that it's there because when we can't change anything, if we don't see it, if we keep our head in the sand, we can't see what's going on around us. So just be aware, um, but really still create that open hearted space. And so um, I'm actually 
super excited to give your community um, a digital copy of You're Brave Enough, and I'll at the end give them where they can read through and get um, the questions. But in the book, but don't be afraid to like open your heart in this time and really kind of explore what do you need more of? What do you want to give more of in your community? And just being available to show up for yourself and show up for the people. Um, One of the big things that I would say right now is if you're feeling stress and anxiety, and trauma um, is to do something kind for yourself. Because when we are experiencing this, sometimes we forget to take care of ourselves. And one of the simplest ways that we can do that is to just ask, what do I need? What do I need right now? Because often we're not attuned to that. And so really trying to um, I just need to be alone. I need to take a nap, like whatever it is, like really honor what you need. Because in these times, it's easy to ignore our needs and to focus on other people. But it's really important that in order to continue to help and support others, we have to do that for ourselves first before um, we give away everything that we have in, in like energetically is to fill ourselves up first. So, so sit with it and figure out what, yeah, what fills you up, what makes you feel energized and loved. And so then you can give to the people you love in your community. Um, You can give them all the overflow and you can show them how it's done because I think a lot of this isn't telling people it's showing people. That's amazing. I love this idea and I think it's it's actually the the best idea for our listeners to to think about to ponder on at uh, the end of our time together. I think it's it's something very powerful and I would really love our audience to to take the time to to think about your question and to be kind with themselves and after this interview to actually do something uh, for themselves. Um, But um, of course, at uh, the end of uh, every interview, I love to to ask how uh, can our audience get in touch with you? How can they get the book? Yeah. Amazing. Yes. So I, I have the book you can get at um, www.com amandajpbrown.com backslash brave and you get the full digital copy um, I'm on Facebook I have a community there um, so, and I love connecting with people so um, they can reach out through the website or Facebook or um, that but they can secure the book at the amandajpbrown.com backslash brave Thank you so much for everything that you've shared with us, for being so generous. And um, thank you for for this beautiful and kind idea. And uh, I hope that many of our listeners will will take the time to, to do what you recommended. 
Mm, thank you so much. Um, and you're welcome. It's been an honor to be here with you and your community. Thank you. As I'm helping people move their businesses online by using my web expertise, I also want you to experience more abundance through gratitude, especially in these troubling times. And I have put all that I know in this step-by-step course to help you go from lack to abundance in seven weeks. Go to georgianbenta.com abundance to find out more. That's georgianbenta.com abundance. See you there.